Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Eric Littig. Eric is the head bowling coach at St. Ambrose University. Eric Timberg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin, thanks for joining us today. I'm glad to be here. All right, Eric. Well, St. Ambrose University, you're the head bowling coach there. So first off, let's talk about where St. Ambrose University is to someone who might not be familiar and how long you guys have been, uh, how long your bowling program has been going on and, and some of the highlights for you guys. Our bowling program, we're in, well, first of all, St. Ambrose, we're on the Iowa-Illinois border in a town in Davenport, Iowa. Um, we've been around, our school was founded in 1892, and bowling, this is our ninth season as a program this year. Um, we've Last year, our girls were ranked eighth in the country, which was uh, the highest we've ever been rated. And our guys finished the year ranked 19th, and that was a, a big rebuilding year for us because we lost four of our seniors from the year before. Um, we've been to sectionals, both guys and girls, men and women, all all those years. And our men and women have each been to nationals twice during that time. And we've we've had some pretty good success over the last couple of years. Our guys have won three tournaments. And the girls have won four tournaments just in the last couple of years. So, so we're pretty, pretty happy the way things have been going. So I know there's a lot of really outstanding programs out there, and we're just trying to, you know, make make inroads to move up in the into the echelon of, of top bowling programs out there. Well, that's pretty awesome. And and like you had mentioned, the highest ranking ever you had uh, being ranked uh, women's bowling team being ranked eighth last year. Uh, what do you attribute that success to? Um, well, a, a, a lot of things. First and foremost is the unbelievable support we get from from our university, from uh, Ray Shoveling, the athletic director, and our entire entire university, uh, the athletic department, and, and not just financial support, but but moral support too. Bowling is really, really rated as as an equal with all of our other. 23 sports programs we have at St. Ambrose in regards to, you know, prestige, mm. coverage on the website, media coverage. Um, I've been to a lot of coaches' meetings and other things over the years where it's it's not viewed as a second-tier sport like it is at a lot of, you know, places. Mm. And without that support, we don't we don't have the, the budget we do. We don't have the visibility we do. Um, and that that's kind of where it starts. And we've just we we do a lot of a lot of recruiting, and, and I'm not I'm not a big fan of the word recruit because that that insinuates that you're trying to pull kids in. We're just really proud of what we have at St. Ambrose, and we love showing it off. And and our numbers have gone up in terms of bowlers and the quality of players we've got. That this is this year we have 61 bowlers that tried out for the team, and that that's a record. And we're deeper mm. on both men's and women's side than we've ever been. We just concluded our tracks. Yesterday was our final day out of the 10 days of tryouts. And like I said, from the everybody from the 
administration to our coaching staff to our players and the, the parents it, it's a combined effort on on everyone's behalf yeah so one I of the think that was successful program one of the incoming freshmen that you probably have to have a lot of uh expectations and are really hoping things will turn out well is Hannah Jaros, Steve Jaros's daughter. She's a, you know, a, a freshman for you there. Talk about her game just to not, you know, put too much added pressure on her, but talk about her game and what you see. And, and gosh, I remember watching Steve all the time and Steve still has a great game, but if it's anything like her dad, she's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. I've known Steve for 30 years, not, not on a personal level so much, but but as a competitor, and he's an outstanding bowler. I mean, you don't win a million and a half dollars on the PBA Tour without mm-hmm. having made your game. And, and Hannah, you know, he's done an outstanding job with her. She, she's a mighty mite. She's a not big in stature, but, but she throws a pretty big ball. She's, she's got a, just a ton of upside, a ton of potential. I knew that the first time I ever saw her throw a ball, that, that she, was, she had outstanding potential. Um, she's, she's got... She's got college game because she can play left or right, and she can play straight down too. So she's got both. She's she's one of our one of our top freshmen that we have coming in this year. We also have Natalie Copperwitz from down by Springfield, Illinois, who won the Alberta E. Crow Star of Tomorrow Award coming in. She's one of our top freshmen that we have. We also have Nate Stubler, who won the Illinois Singles Championship, High School Singles Championship last year, and Shot back-to-back 800 series on the, on his way to demolishing all the state records for that. Um, we have Brandon Dodge, who three out of the four years he won the Nebraska high school singles and team high school championships. So we've got uh, a, a lot of incoming talent this year. That's cool. It sounds like it. Uh, now, you said you just completed your tryouts? Just just yesterday, is that right? We just completed them yesterday. Yes, just completed. What what does that look like? What does the tryout process look like at St. Ambrose? Our tryouts, we kind of pride ourselves on this. Craig Crawford, our our women's coach, and Jeff Griebel, one of our other coaches, we pride ourselves on having. I don't want to say the most rigorous because I don't know all of the the processes that that the teams have, but we, we pride ourselves on having among the most rigorous tryout processes in all college bowling. We practice or we have tryouts for 10 days spread out over four weeks. We started on Saturday, the 26th. That was only our only weekend day. And then the other tryout days are our normal Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday days. And we have three games a day. So we had 33 total games on four different lane conditions in two different bowling centers. So mm. after the tryout process is over, the top four are named to the varsity team, and then your next four will be chosen. Tomorrow will be announced by our coaching staff based on experience, versatility, knowledge, attitude, all sorts of different factors. So mm-hmm. it's it's pretty pretty rigorous, in my opinion. We put them through... We, Tough, tough, tough conditions, and like I said, a, a long format, grinding format, a lot of pressure. The final day yesterday, we we also lined the bowlers up in score order, so you're around those people who you're you're similar to in the standing. So that puts even more pressure on. So, like to see what they're made of. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Again, joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is St. Ambrose University head bowling coach Eric Liddick. Eric, one thing that I've noticed is I've moved kind of throughout the United States, living all diff- all different places, frankly, from the Midwest, East, you know, the only place I haven't been in the South. But it seems like a lot of times bowlers are creatures to their environment. How do you work with that in college? It looks like you got a lot of folks from the Midwest, from Nebraska, Illinois, Wisconsin, Iowa, et cetera. How do you work with that to kind of get everyone on the same page? Or can you watch a person bowl and say, oh, I can see they grew up in this part of the country just based on how they play the lanes? Well, that's a good, that's a good question. We've, we've really expanded since I've been at St. Ambrose. This is my fifth, fifth year there. And I've been coaching 27 years since 1990. And I've, I travel all across the country for all the, the major tournaments, your Team USA bowling trials, your junior gold championship tournaments. I've been to the Teen Masters, the U.S. Open, the Masters. I've been to a lot of those, and you're right. You do see a lot of different type of players from, from virtually everywhere, and we, we have players from, like you just said, the majority of our players are from the Midwest. Iowa, Illinois, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Minnesota, but we also have bowlers from Ohio and North Carolina, Florida, Nevada, Las Vegas, Nevada. We have a bowler this year, Puerto Rico. We've had several players from Puerto Rico, and I don't know if there's a specific style of player by region, but there's outstanding talent all over the country, but boy, the Midwest, since probably the dawn of time, the Midwest is just a hotbed for bowling talent. I mean, you know, 50 years ago when you had Detroit and St. Louis and Chicago kind of, and Milwaukee really, the hotbeds of bowling, and I think it kind of probably stemmed from way back then. But the Midwest has no shortage of bowling talent, that is for sure. And that's probably why there's a huge majority of bowling programs in the Midwest. There And there are so many new programs starting every year. I, it wasn't that long ago there were no bowling programs in Iowa, and now I believe next year I think we'll probably have 10 or 11 bowling programs just in the state of Iowa at colleges. So That's just awesome, isn't it? Yeah, they're, uh, I remember it was just a couple of years ago Gary Brown at USBC was very excited to say they had just for the first time ever eclipsed uh, the 200 mark for the number of programs in, in collegiate bowling there for, through USBC, so that's that's definitely awesome to see that kind of growth. I believe this year. Uh, hey. I believe this year will be over 300. I believe. Wow, that's phenomenal. Yeah. That's just great. Yeah. Hey, what? Uh, we've got a question for you, Coach. What do you? Yeah. What kind of advice? We have a lot of younger listeners on this this podcast uh, that are trying to figure out. You know, where do I? How do I find the right bowling program uh, for me? I want to go to college and I want to find the right program. How do I do that? What What kind of advice do you have for them? Well, I. It's kind of a canned response, but it's it's what I believe in, and that's what I tell every single bowler, every single parent that talks to me about, about attending college for bowling. Each person out there is looking for different things. For, for many people, finances are the number one concern. You know, how much will it cost me to go to college, and how, how much additional assistance can I get for academics and athletics and but for other people it's proximity to home some people don't mind traveling across the country to bowl to go anywhere other people like to stay closer to home some people some students it's based on class size it's based on majors offered or 
or university size, student-teacher ratio, dorms, cafeteria food, everything you can think of. And you, you simply have to you have to weigh all of those items. You almost have to have a checklist. And, and we encourage every mm. single person that comes to St. Ambrose to visit. I always tell them, visit other universities too. Visit four or five if you can, because you're going to know when that right fit comes along. So, and it's not an easy choice. It, it's a difficult choice because a lot of times you're going to you're going to have two or three universities that you're you're really you're really high on, and you've got to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Education has to mm-hmm. come first. I know that's a cliche, but if a school doesn't offer your major or what you want to study, then that's probably not going to be a good fit for you, regardless of the bowling program there. School has to come first. Well, I know that's a cliche, but <laughs> no, but you're right. So many, so many folks listen, and, and the way the bowling industry is, you have to have some education to fall back on, as uh, as it just yes. seems to be. Is uh, and you can continue bowling, but um, it seems very tricky now to rely just on your craft of bowling to make it in the in the world today. Um, the question I got for you, and probably the final one for me at least, would be, you know, it's called the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast. You guys are, you know, work with Storm quite a bit. So talk about how the you know, they sponsor you and everything. Talk about how that relationship is and how the players' eyes kind of maybe light up the first time they walk in and, and they're able to use the Storm equipment and what that really means to you guys as a program and university. Well, for, first of all, Storm, I mean, there's no, there's no, bigger, no bigger name in our sport than Storm. They've been the premier equipment company for – they've been around for over 30 years and they've been the premier company for most of those. And we do get that question a lot. Are you sponsored by a by a, a ball company? And the first word out of my mouth is we're really, really proud and, and thrilled to be sponsored by Storm. And last year we were one of Storm's platinum programs, and we are again this year. And that is a huge point because most most bowlers, most young bowlers especially, are throwing Storm right now. So they're they're like you said, their eyes do light up when when we tell them that because that's there's so much good quality equipment on the market by Storm, and we're just really really grateful. I believe this is our seventh consecutive year of being a Storm collegiate team, and I don't, you know, I'm just words can't really con- convey my appreciation very well because Storm is just a huge supporter, not just of college bowling but of every aspect of our sport, and without that kind of support the the sport doesn't get the visibility and and the prestige that it deserves so we're very grateful for storm everything you guys do so well thank you so much for that and definitely uh, best of luck to your yourself and your team and your program this season we'll, we'll definitely be rooting for you as we do each and every year and to look forward to seeing you out on the road I appreciate that. There's, like I said earlier, there's so many great teams and great programs and great coaches and great bowlers out there, and and the fun of it all is just just being a part of that and being in, among the fraternity of coaches that there are out there, and and we're grateful to all of our bowlers that we have at St. Ambrose and and all of the other bowlers that attend other colleges too. We we look forward to seeing them along the way, and and I thank you guys a great deal because you guys do a a great service to the sport. Well, great stuff, Eric. Love to catch up with you down the road after the season, maybe do kind of a recap of things. Again, Eric Liddick, thank you for joining us today, and all the best of luck.